Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun, week-ending hit of sport for Friday the 16th of September. Today, the Wallabies spend another night in Heartbreak Hotel, Australia's dominant women's cricket team suddenly in search of a new captain, and the Swiss maestro Roger Federer says goodbye to the game of tennis. But first... Two months ago, Queensland claimed an incredible state of origin victory over New South Wales. Ben Hunt, he goes for the corner. Ben Hunt wins the origin for Queensland. But last night, Paul Gallen got one back for New South Wales. In fact, he got two back. Introducing Ben, the polar bear, Introducing Paul Gallen. It was billed as the Origin Rumble, where former New South Wales captain Paul Gallen took on not one, but two former Queensland foes in the ring at Brisbane's Nissan Arena. And first up, he faced off with Ben Hannon, who did have some success against the highly favoured Gallen. Hannon at range with a big right hand and a left hand as well that got through. Ben Hannon with the first meaningful punches of this fight. The two best punches he's thrown as a pro and he gets through with a left hand as well. Hannant managed to sneak some punches through on Gallon and eventually went the distance over the four rounds before losing on decision from the judges. For your winner by unanimous decision, putting it in the blue corner, Paul Gallon! But Gow's night wasn't over. He went back to the dressing rooms, prettied himself up, and then returned for fight number two against Justin Hodges. And this fight brought the fireworks. One, two, and down. Justin Hodges is doing what he said he would do. Big right hand. And he goes to work. And Gallon needs to hang on. Hodges looks for the finisher. But Gallon comes back, showing his toughness. Right hand from Gallon got through. Now been down. Hodges had warned Gow that all he needed was one punch. And in the second round, he delivered it, sending Gallon to the canvas, something very few fighters have ever managed to do. But unfortunately for Hodjo, Gal got up. Hodges is in trouble. Nothing on those shots. Gallon knows it. And he marches forward. Body shot from Paul Gallon. Over the top as well. Hodges just hanging on desperately. This time, Gallon didn't need the full four rounds, stopping Hodges in the third. But the former Queensland firebrand didn't exactly agree with the referee's decision to stop the fight. I know the ref's got a job to do. There's no way in the world I was hurt. It was absolute bullcrap, but yeah, I'm, I'm an ultimate professional. I take it on the chin. If Gal wants to do six three-minute rounds, it's up to Matty, up to George. I'm, I want a rematch because that was bullshit. Okay. Not sure if I heard a please anywhere in that request for a rematch, Hodjo, but let's see what we can do. It's been 19 years since Australia last held aloft the Bledisloe Cup, and in the early stages of last night's first test against the All Blacks at Marvel Stadium, it looked like the All Blacks were locked in on handing Australia yet another trans-Tasman defeat. Paul from the Wallabies, and now the All Blacks looking to execute. Kalkiaho, Kalkiaho, infill for try number two! But the Wallabies hit back, and then they hit back again. 
and suddenly, with minutes left, we were actually winning. He's hit it well. Has he got enough on it? Oh, you bet it does! It sails through, and Australia are in front! And then we got a penalty. This was it. We were winning. We had the ball. We were about to take a huge step towards finally reclaiming that big old trophy they call the Bledisler. Oh, no. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. What on earth? I think he's called... In what could be the greatest robbery in rugby union history, the French official Mathieu Reynal decided that Wallaby's 5'8", Bernard Foley, was deliberately attempting to waste the remaining 30 seconds on the clock and penalise the Aussies, handing the ball to the All Blacks within sniffing distance of the try line. And it doesn't take a genius to figure out what happened next. You want it, Moonga, Jordan, Crossfield, Jordan, away for Barrett Trailbacks. One of his hearts broken. A thrilling but disappointing 39 to 37 win sees New Zealand officially bring up two decades of ownership of the Bledisloe Cup. French official Rain Yao, meanwhile, is reportedly still tunnelling in an attempt to get to Tullamarine Airport without being lynched by the waiting Aussie fans. Get him! They are arguably the most dominant team in international sport at the moment, but the Aussie women's cricket side are suddenly in search of a new leader. I suggest new leadership is needed. The Aussie women's team are the current T20 World Cup holders, ODI World Cup holders and, most recently, were crowned Commonwealth Games gold medalists. But just days after their com game success, Captain Meg Lanning announced she was taking an indefinite break from the game for personal reasons. And then yesterday, Vice-Captain Rachel Haynes announced her retirement from the sport. I just think it's the right time to go. I had the opportunity to pause and reflect after the com games and, yeah, I suppose looking ahead and knowing that's a, a lot of cricket coming up and probably the thing that stood out to me was I wasn't that excited about getting ready and that's probably... The first time in my career I felt like that and I just recognised that maybe that's a sign that perhaps it's time to step away. Haynes' decision to close the page on her 13-year international career suddenly leaves Australia looking for its next captain. And with the clock counting down until they have to defend their T20 crown in South Africa next February, could the team be set to turn to one of the most dynamic forces in women's cricket? Oh, gee, she's clubbed that. That is a flat, hard... Swing six from Elisa Healy. That's a glorious shot. Alyssa Healy, the Aussie wicketkeeper who just so happens to be the number one ranked ODI batter in the world, has received Haynes' endorsement to lead the team at next year's T20 World Cup. Healy was named player of the tournament when Australia triumphed in the 50-over World Cup earlier this year and provides the top-order spark for many an Aussie innings. And Haynes believes it would be an easy transition for Healy to take charge of the national side although she might have to give up her current role as designated team sledger. Alyssa Healy comes out with a few crackers. Alyssa Healy's always um, providing some entertainment. Throwing a few grenades out there, you know, just sort of baiting the hook. Certainly during the ashes. um, Probably some that aren't that repeatable. It's fair to say the tennis world doesn't quite look the same as most of us remember it. This is perfect for me to share it with you, to talk to you about it. with my team, my loved ones, that I'll be retiring from tennis. In April, despite being the defending Wimbledon and Australian Open champion, Ash Barty hung up the racket at just 26 years of age. And then last month at the US Open, 
the GOAT said goodbye. Serena's last dance is at an end. So the women's game loses its most dominant player of the moment in Ash Barty and then loses its most dominant player ever in Serena Williams. Meanwhile, the men's game, Nick Kyrgios is making Grand Slam finals. Your first Grand Slam final here at Wimbledon. Has it made you hungry for more? Absolutely not. I'm so tired, honestly. (laughs) And the world number one is 19 years old. Carlos Alcaraz wins his first major and in doing so becomes the youngest ever world number one. But this morning, with a simple social media post, men's tennis has been changed forever. Federer is the champion and proves he is the world's best player, without a doubt. Roger Federer, the Swiss maestro, a 20-time Grand Slam champion with the sexiest goddamn single backhand the game has ever seen, is retiring from the sport he dominated for so long. I am 41 years old. I've played more than 1,500 matches over 24 years. Tennis has treated me more generously than I ever would have dreamt and now I must recognise when it is time to end my competitive career. Done with the same style and class he displayed on the court, Federer announced that at the age of 41 he will retire from the game after the Labor Cup later this month. And what a legacy he leaves. The record for the most consecutive weeks as the men's world number one. The first man to win 20 Grand Slam victories. And he delivered Switzerland its first ever David Cup win. And he did it all with a coolness few athletes can or will ever match. I want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart to everyone around the world who has helped make the dreams of a young Swiss ball kid come true. Finally, to the game of tennis, I love you and will never leave you. And that is your Fast Fun Hitter Sport for today. Now, if you're planning on listening to any of the footy finals this weekend, remember you can catch all of the finals action, NRL and AFL, on the Listener app. In fact, you can even hear me tomorrow afternoon calling the Swans Collingwood prelim final on the Listener app. So wrap your ears around that. And in the meantime, enjoy your weekend. I'll catch you Monday on the Scorecard. Listener.